You've heard of her, Catherine Coleman. This was before I got saved, so um, I wasn't aware of this until obviously years later uh, when she was not even alive anymore. But, um, you know, during the heyday of the Catholic charismatic movement, many people were they were swept away by stuff like this, folks. It did this unity, this this joint meeting of Christians and Catholics together. Now, Jamie Buckingham uh, wrote an autobiography called The Daughter of Destiny. And in that book, Kuhlman had a special love for doctors and wanted them either on the stage or on the front rows of the auditorium. The same was true of priests and nuns, especially if they were in uniform. Nothing thrilled Catherine more than to have 30 or 40 Catholic clergymen, especially if they wore clerical collars, or better yet, cassocks, sitting behind her while she ministered. Somehow it seemed to lend authenticity to what she was doing and help create the proper climate of a trust and understanding which was so necessary for a miracle service. So, um... You know, th that's what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you a quote now from a, uh, a book. It's called All Roads Lead to Rome, the Ecumenical Movement by Michael de Semlian. Okay? He's talking about a, a, a priest by the name of Tom Forrest. Now, I remember that name because when I was in the Roman Catholic Charism, movement for a, a bit, two or three years, I forget what it was. You know, I used to go to Roman Catholic healing masses and, and, the, and the whole nine yards, which I've spoke about earlier in this documentary. And, uh, this is a quote regarding this man, Tom Forrest. Tom Forrest, the key figure in charge of Rome's decade of evangelization program, and at the head of the whole Catholic charismatic renewal organization, certainly puts the doctrines of Rome to the fore. At a training session for Roman Catholics at Indianapolis 90, he spoke with enthusiasm and deep conviction about his renewed faith. In view of his importance to the ecumenical movement of the 1990s, he is quoted here at some length. Here's what he said. My job, my role, our role in evangelization is not just to make Christians. Our job is to make people as richly and fully Christian as we can make them by bringing them into the Catholic Church. No, you don't just invite someone to be Christian. You invite them to become Catholics. You invite them to come with you as a new parishioner of your Catholic Church. We don't just have the Eucharist as a symbol of the body and blood of Christ. On our altars, we have the body of Christ. We drink the blood of Christ. Jesus is alive on our altars as offering and as a banquet of love. We become one with Christ in the Eucharist, the very body of Christ. As Catholics, we have Mary and that mom of ours, queen of paradise, is praying for us till she sees us in glory. Wow. So, you can see the way the Catholic uh, charismatic movement works, folks. You know, just by what that man said, he's not alive anymore, uh, uh, Mr. Tom Forrest. He, he said, we don't just have the Eucharist as a symbol of the body and blood of Christ. On our altars, we have the body of Christ. We drink the blood of Christ. So there you, there you have the Catholic Eucharist, folks. You see that? This is the false gospel of Rome. So this is what he's saying. Don't make him just bring, make him a Catholic. So this is what the uh, 
the reformers fought against, and this is why they were bludgeoned to death, killed, burnt at the stake, because they stood against just what this man, uh, Tom Forrest, a big influence in the Roman Catholic charismatic movement, look what he said there. So he's standing for the very same thing that the reformers stood against. Do you see that? So I've said it before. The Roman Catholic charismatic movement, folks, is Roman Catholicism on steroids. Don't be fooled into this singing together. I was in the movement. I know what it's about. I've spoken to people within a charismatic prayer group that we came out of. Uh, we, we told them, no, we can't do this thing with Mary. In fact, my praying to Mary increased when I was in the charismatic movement. I spoke about that earlier. It, it increased. So, so it's a deception, folks. People don't want to hear it, though. But I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, in fact, you know, I started attending a, a non-denominational church after I was saved, me and my wife, Kathy. And we, we met a Christian woman, uh, and we told her our testimony, how we were delivered out from the cult of Roman Catholicism. And she listened carefully, very nice lady. And it's kind of funny, about a year later, we met the same lady in, uh, in like the same exact spot. And we started talking to her again. And, you know, hey, good to see you. How you doing? And then she, she knew our background, so she told me, she said, you know, I, I just joined a, um, a Catholic charismatic prayer group. I'm praying with them now. And I looked at her, and I, and I, and I said, you know, be careful, sister. Before you know it, they're going to have you pray in a rosary. She looked at me, and she says, I feel sick. They already have me pray in the rosary. Folks, I know a divine appointment when, when I have it. You know, this is what I am talking about, folks. This is reality. This goes on on a regular basis. And, and you won't hear about things like this in a pulpit. They don't go near it. That's why we are where we are today.